Welcome everyone to today's Ove Torah Har Lebanon Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Kuf Lamid Aleph. We will begin, however, on Daf Kuf Lamid at the Itmar 13 lines in the bottom of the page. Now, in order to give you an introduction properly to today's Gemara, you need to know the following. We've mentioned a couple of times before that there is a concept of Eruv Chatzerot and there is a concept of Shitufe Mavuot. The concept of Eruv Chatzerot means that in the olden days, when a person would have a house, it would not open directly into public property. Perhaps because of the danger of bandits or robbers, people preferred to have their house open to a uh, private courtyard. And the courtyard usually was shared by a few houses. So you'd have two or three houses which would open up to a courtyard. In that courtyard, for example, uh, if it was a modern day example, people would put their bicycles there, people would uh, leave their um, carriages there, baby carriages or strollers, and that's you could leave that in the courtyard. That courtyard had the halachic status of a chatzer, we call that a chatzer. And in order to carry there on Shabbat, you would need to have an eruv. An eruv, a mixing device, is a piece of bread that is left in one of the houses, which connects, as it were, all the houses to become one house, because they're all eating together, as it were, because they have this food in somebody's house. And that that is called the Eruv that connects the houses and allows you to carry in the Chatzar, assuming you have the proper Tikkun of the Chatzar. Besides that, the Chatzar itself does not open usually to the Shut either. The Chatzar would open up to a Mavui. Often there would be three Chatzarim, which would open, three or more Chatzarim, that would open up into the Mavui. And the Mavui would open to the Shut now, in order to carry in the Mavui, you would need to leave, to get a uh, something, a piece of food that's connecting all the people in the Mavui, and leave that piece of food in one of the Chatserot. That would allow you to carry in the Mavui as well. And then, of course, in Rishut Arabim, you're not allowed to carry to it or in Rishut Arabim at all. So again, this house, the house opens to a Chatser, the house is open to Chatzerot, and the Chatzer will open to a Mavui. Okay, that was our introduction. Let's read the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Itmar, we learned. Amar of Zera, of Zera says, Amar Rav, name of Rav, Mavui Shilo Nishtat Fubo. If you have a Mavui, that they didn't make a Shituf in the Mavui, and therefore you should not be allowed to carry. It's forbidden to carry only up to four amot. As if you were in a public property. Just like in a public property, you can carry up to four amot. You can do the same in a mavui with arashituf. Amar Abaye Abaye explains. This statement was said by Rabzeira, but he didn't explain the details. Until Rav Rav came and explained, Mavui, this Mavui, Shalom Neshtatu, that doesn't have a Shituf, 
If the chatserot have an eruv with the houses, and you're allowed to carry from the house to the chatser, then you're not allowed to carry up to four more in the mavui. Again, you can't carry up to four more in the mavui. Of course, in the chatser, you're allowed to carry because you have an eruv, but you can't carry in the mavui only up to four more. If they did not do an eruv chatserot with the batim, Mutar letaltel bikulo. Then in the mavui, you're allowed to carry as much as you want. And any, no, you're not allowed to carry into the mavui. But let's say you had left something in the mavui. For example, a person left his shopping bag in the mavui. You'd be allowed to carry it anywhere in the mavui so long as you don't take it into a chatser or a house because of reasons that are unknown. You would think that a chatser, having a roof in the chatser, would make it. Better. Here it seems it makes it worse because when you have no Eruv in the Chatser, you are allowed to carry according to Abaya's explanation from Rav Baravua, quoting Rav. Now notice they're both quoting Rav. Rav Zeru was quoting Rav, and so was Rav Baravua. Amale Rav Chanina Chaza'al Rabba. So Chanina Chaza'a, he was from the town of Chaza, asked Rabba the following question Maishna ki irvu Chatserot imabatim. Why is it different that it's a problem when there's Eruv Chatzirot to carry in the Mavui? Why? The Nitku Chatzirot Vinasu Batim. Probably because when you make the Eruv, so you're combining them all together, and every Chatzir becomes a house. And now you can't, now that you have a house, so what? Let them become houses. V'rav l'tameh da'amarav ena Mavui nitar b'lechi v'kora ad sh'yeh Top of page Kuflamid Alf. Batim vechatzerot petuchot letuchot. You have to have a plural, plurality, to at least two houses, and at least two chatzers opening up into it. So there's a famous statement that seems to have been said by Rav that if you ever want to carry in a mavui, of course, always with a lechi or korah, you need to have some kind of visible, physical sign at the entrance of but even if you want to carry with that, it's only allowed if you have two different houses as well as two different two different chatzers opening up into it. And he wants to claim that assumingly over here, being that you made it eruv chatzerot, so it's all like one house and you only have one house opening up into it. So now he finishes his question. Even had they not made it eruv, you should not be able to carry. Why are you telling me that you that you could carry in the mavui if there's no eruv in the chatzer? Let's now look at the houses as if they're sealed. Why? Because. The people from the houses can't carry into the Mavui. So therefore, it's like the houses are com- completely sealed for someone who is in the Mavui. Right? And now, we have a Chatserot opening up to the Mavui, but we don't have houses. And in order to carry, you need three conditions. Number one, a Lechi and a Korah at the physical change. And you'd also need to have houses, plural, and Chatserot opening. Chatserot, we have, but we don't have houses. 
as if as if we don't have houses because they can't carry into you. So why did he say that you're allowed to carry if there is no eruv? You should not be allowed to carry. The Gemara answers. Which means that when there is no eruv, there is a scooch out. A person could get himself out of it by saying the following. He could say to himself, I hereby am evatel my reshut. The reason why you need eruv is when two Jewish people are using the same courtyard. And therefore, since there's two people using the courtyard, it looks like a public property, and we're afraid you might make a mistake for the Shut Abim as well. But had there been one guy, you would never need a roof. A person doesn't need a roof for his own backyard if it's not connected to anyone else, because it's only with the connection of the two households that require an roof. Not one own one person's own backyard, even if it's huge, should not need a roof. It might need a Nowadays they say, oh, you have to put a roof for your backyard. That's only because we call the eruv to the pole with the, with the string on top. But the eruv, which is the bread, is only necessary if you have two people. Now, if a person on Shabbat realizes he doesn't have an eruv, what could he do? He could give a tail of the shoot to somebody. He could, in, in a situation of trouble... He could say, I hereby give in my rights to my, my uh, backyard to my neighbor. And by giving those rights to your neighbor, it becomes all one person's solely owned backyard. And therefore, you're allowed to carry that. That's called bitul reshut. Okay? Happened to me once where I have a roof with my two neighbors on both sides. Both of them rudeish people. And not rude, rudeish. And they. Uh, we realized we didn't have the Eruv, and we asked Ham Yosef what to do, Hashem Yishmerel, and he said, you should, uh, null- I nullified my property to them, and then they were able to carry in the, in the, to their sukkah at the time. They had a sukkah, and they needed to carry the food on Shabbat to the sukkah. When I gave my Rishu to them, we can, and then they gave it back to us. So now, even if someone would so the, oh, the was asking you can't say that there's no houses coming in because there are houses because if someone would the shoot then he's able to carry into the courtyard and therefore therefore why are you saying don't tell me what, that your question on us again. The question Chanina was asking was over here. Also, you should not be able to carry even if there's no eruv. Why? Because it's like the houses are not here. So we're answering back. No, these houses are here because since it's possible to carry out of the house if you do this bitul business. So therefore, the houses are here, and you can't say that they're not here. Ask the Gemara. Sof sof ika We don't need just a single house. We need houses. And if someone's batel to shoot, it's like you have one house opening up, not two. And the rabbi said that, eruv, that, that a shituf mavui only works if a plural, two houses, open up to it, not one. And here there's only one because they're batel to shoot. It says, 
לגבי יום הדחב אחד, ופרגד יום הלבניה לגבי אחד. מורי אומר, well, it is possible to have two different people carrying their stuff out. In the following case, let's say you have a guy, two guys who own a chatzer, who own a house that's going into the chatzer, which goes into the mavui. For example, let's say two fellows, brother-in-laws, will go to Florida. We'll call them, let's say, Ralph and Mike. And Ralph uh, and Mike realize that they want to carry out to the pool. Each one wants to carry out to the pool. But they're not able to carry out the food to the pool on Shabbat because they own it together. So, Mrs. Ralph prepared lunch. Mrs. Mike prepared Sudashili sheet. So Ralph tells Mike, I will be, you will be mevatel your reshut to me for Shabbat lunch. I'll carry out the, my wife will carry out her chalent and all the stuff to the back, to the yard, which we'll all eat together because, because you mevatel to me and it's like the whole backyard is all mine. And then this afternoon, when we do Sudash Lishit, Ralph, Ralph will mevatel his reshut to Mike, and Mike's wife will bring out Sudash Lishit. And therefore, it, you can have batim in the chatzer, and we're back with the question. If this cha- so Gemara says, no, sof sof be'idina di'ita lahai, later lahai. Still, even at the end, at any particular time, there's only one person in the thing. By, by Shabbat, Shachrit, it was only Ralph's backyard. And by Sudash Lashit, it was only Mike's backyard. So says the Gemara, Ela Amaravashi, we have a third, a last answer. Mi garam lachatzerot shiasru batim veleka. He says, what caused the courtyards, the chatzerim, to be asur? It's only the houses, right? Which means if there was no houses, then there would be no isur in the mavui. Veleka, and here, when you didn't make a ruchatzer, there are no houses. And therefore, that's why he lets. So therefore, the fact that it's asur to carry, that you didn't make a ruchatzerot made it, sorry, the fact that you didn't make a ruchatzerot made it that you're not allowed to carry from the bay to the chatzer, and it makes it that you're allowed to carry from the chatzer to the mavui, which makes the chatzer and the mavui really all one location. As if you made a shituf. But if you didn't make a Eruv Hatzirot, sorry, if you didn't make a Eruv Hatzirot, now you're not allowed to carry it from the courtyard to Mavui, because, and therefore, they end up looking at the house with the Hatzir as one Rashut, and the Mavui as another Rashut, and that's where the problem will come in. Okay, the rest of the Gemara is a little smoother than this. Amar B'chiyah Bar Abba, Amar Yochanan. In our Mishnah, we saw Rabbi Ezra says that the machshire mitzvah, the instruments that you need to make the mitzvah happen, are doche Shabbat. You're allowed to do them on Shabbat. There are other cases where it's not true. This is Rabbi Yochanan's statement that not everyone agrees. How do we know? This korban shte halechem that we do on Shavuot, on every Shavuot you have to bring a korban called korban shte halechem, with, with uh, which is the only korban that comes from chametz. 
Okay? Now this korban on chametz with the shtei alechem is a chovah. He need it. And the fact that you're allowed to break Shabbat in order to prepare the Shtei Alechem is only learned from a Gezerah Shabbat. And if the rule was that you could learn from our case of Milah to everything, then you wouldn't need a Gezerah Shabbat for this. You should be able to learn it from the case of Milah. Obviously, if there's a Gezerah Shabbat, that means it's only for the cases that have a specific dispensation, but other ones, you're not allowed to break Shabbat for a preparatory thing, even according to Beliazid. How do we know? The Tanya we learned in the Bright of Beliazid Omer, how do we know the preparations for the Shtei Alechem Korban could push off Shabbat? By the Omer, it says, bring. It says the word, just like by the Omer, the Machshinin, the preliminaries of Dochei Shabbat. So to the Haba'a, which comes with Shtei Alechem, the, the preliminary preparations can push off Shabbat. And where it says Mufni, before I explain what Mufni is, you have to know that there's a few types of Gerashava. The Gerashava that's Mufne, that's Enomufne, it's completely not open. There's a Gerashava that's Mufne Mitzad Echad, and there's Mufne Mishnet Tadim, which means the following. An uh, Gerashava, if you get it from your rabbi, from Moshe Rabbeinu, down to Yeshua, down with, through the rabbi chain, then you're allowed, what it does is it connects two, two different subjects in the Torah and tells you that the property that one subject has will also be true by the connecting subject. Now, the, the, the strength of that Gzashava depends on the Mufna, Mufna'ut Shebo, on how open the Tzad HaShavah is, which means like this. If the words that are connecting the two, because would work, that it'll say one word here, say the same word in the other place, and it connects the two. If the words were extra, which means that they didn't have a reason to be in the Pasuk, that's a strong Tzad and cannot be knocked off. Whereas Enomufne cannot can be knocked off if you can if you can say that the two things are disrelated or that one is stricter than the other, then you can knock off a Gzala Shavah. Uh, if it's enomufne, if it's not open. And if it's one open, which means one side is extra, the other side is not extra, that's a machloket already whether you can do it. So the Gemara is claiming, this Gzala Shavah that connects Omer to the case of Shtelechim has to be Mufne, so it can't be knocked off. The ilo mufne, because if it wasn't mufne, we could have knocked this off. How? We would say, Mala Omer, you can't compare Omer to Shtelechem, because by the Omer, if you, there's a mitzvah to cut it on that day. And even if you have cut barley, you still should cut it on that day. And therefore, don't bring a proof from that to our case. So says the Gemara, could you compare this, the case of Omer to Shtei Alechem, where by Shtei Alechem there's no mitzvah yet to do it today? Maybe the only reason why the rabbis let you do it by the Omer is because it should be done that day. But, and even if you found it done on a weekday, even if it's done 
you found it done already, you should cut it that day. But by the Shtei Lechem, there's no special thing that it has to be cut down fresh that day. Then it shouldn't work. It says the Gemara, you're right. It is an extra word on both sides. It says by the Omer, Bring the Omer, which is the first of your fruits, to the Kohen. From the day you bring it. What do you mean? We know we have to bring it. Obviously, says the Gemara. We see that it's extra. It's still only open on one side. I thought we learned that if it's open only on one side, you can. I thought it that hold that you can knock off a one-sided that's only open on one side. Yes, the word taviu is an extra word, and therefore it's both sides, and therefore it cannot be knocked off. Now the Gemara wants to know the following. What is it coming to exclude? Which means, when Rabbi Yochanan says that not every mitzvah can you push off Shabbat for the hechsher mitzvah, what what can't you do? Maybe you'll tell me it's lulav, which means that the Torah is coming to exclude with these words, coming to tell you that a lulav is different, even though Rabbi Eliezer allows you to, to bring a knife for milah, he won't let you. He will not let you I'm sorry. Even though he, he would not let you cut off the love on Shabbat. Even though you could shake the love on Shabbat, you can't cut it on Shabbat. Right? And that's what Rabbi Yezid would not let. Even though he lets me, he'll let this, he won't let this. Can't be. Vatanya, didn't we learn according to Rabbi and everything that gets ready does push off Shabbat and you can't cut, you can cut the love off the tree on Shabbat. These are the words of Rabbi Says the Gemara about Tanya, then we learned in the Bright that Sukkah, Chomach Shiraz, Dochen, Shabbat, Sukkah can push off Shabbat, so therefore it can't be that we see that it pushes off Shabbat. Ella Lamute Matzah, must be it's coming to exclude a case of Matzah, because on Matzah, you would think that you're not allowed to prepare it on Shabbat to eat it that night, but here we see that since Rabbi the holds since the Mitzvah, you're allowed to even harvest the wheat at night. How do you know? Because it says, Shabbat. Matzah and everything that's getting ready for Matzah does push off Shabbat. So we see that Rebbe even agrees that you're allowed to cut the wheat for the Matzah on Shabbat. 
Maybe when Rabbi Yochanan said, not everything are the preliminaries pushing off things, maybe he's referring to Shofar. And he's telling you that if you don't have a Shofar on Rosh Hashanah, you'd be allowed to, according to the Eliezer, you should be allowed to go to an animal, cut off its horn, and make it into a Shofar on Rosh Hashanah. Maybe that, maybe, I'm sorry, the Gemara is asking, maybe you can't do that. Maybe Mila you can, but Shofar you can't. Can't be. The brightness says Rebbeezer does allow making the shofar on Shabbat, just like he allowed the matzah and the lulav. He also allows the shofar to be made on Shabbat. And we're looking for the case where Rebbeezer does not let. We're coming to exclude sasit. On your garment. If you didn't have seat on your garment, you can't put them on on Shabbat. If you don't have mezuzah on your door, Rebbez does not let you put the mezuzah up on Shabbat. Those don't push off Shabbat. They both agree, meaning Rebbez and Rebikiva, who argue about milah, whether you could do, prepare the knife on Shabbat. They agree. Even Rebbe will agree that Yechayav Korban, Chatat, if you put Sisit or Mezuzah on your door or garment on Shabbat. My time, so what's the difference? How come these are different? How come you can't do it? Because there's no set time, which means there's no reason why you have to put your Mezuzah on your door on Shabbat. You could have done it beforehand. And therefore, it doesn't push off Shabbat. Also, Sisit, you could have done it beforehand, therefore, it doesn't push off Shabbat. Even though. You need it. You need it now. That's only because you didn't do it. You could have done it before. There's no set time for it to be done. If there's no set time, then Shabbat is the time. That means every second is the time. And therefore the time is on Shabbat. This is the reason why these don't, don't push off Shabbat. is because you really don't need to do them. When Shabbat comes, really, we don't care if you could have done it before. Could have done it before, it's fine. But when Shabbat came and you have no mezuzah on your door, now you want to do Teshuvah, you want to put the mezuzah on your door. You don't have to put the mezuzah on Shabbat. What you could do is take your house, make it ownerless, and an ownerless house doesn't need a mezuzah. Why are you doing it? Why are you putting the mezuzah? Because you don't want to make your house ownerless. Oh, that's your own problem. And therefore, that's why it doesn't push off Shabbat. The same thing with, with Talet. You can make your Talet ownerless, and then you don't need to wear the seat. You don't want to do that. That doesn't push off Shabbat. Okay. Says the Gemara, Amar Mor, we mentioned before. Amar Mor, we mentioned before. We mentioned that according to the Beliezer, a lulav and everything that you need could push off Shabbat to the Beliezer. Where did Beliezer know this rule from? If you might say he learned it from the case of the Korban HaOmer, and he learned it from the case of the Shtehalechem, where we saw in those two things from the Pesukim that they could push off Shabbat even to prepare the Korbanot. Shechent. You can't learn from there. Those two things, you're doing something that Hashem needs. You're doing it for Hashem's needs. That, 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 that Hashem's needs push up Shabbat. Korban is what Hashem needs. Of course, Hashem doesn't need it. But it's like Hashem needs it. And therefore, that's why you can push up Shabbat. But you can't say, well, oh, 
You can't learn in a direct memetzinu. Well, if you could do it for a korban, you could do it over here for lulav. Lulav is not what Hashem needs. We need to do lulav. Hashem needs the korban. You can't compare them. Ela, rather, amakrab bayom. It says, bayom ha-shivi'i. Sorry, bayom ha-rishon. Now, bayom, it says, by lulav. And we're saying, that we learn from there, bayom afilu b'shabbat. Even on Shabbat. Where it says, ulamai hilchata. What does it mean even on Shabbat? Ilim tatul. If it means you're allowed to touch a lulav on Shabbat, it's tzadich kral mishli tatul. Do I need a pasuk to, ex- to allow tatul? Tatul wasn't a sur de oraita. It's only a sur de rabbanan. Doesn't need a pasuk. Ela lemachshirav. Rather, Rabbi Elazar says it must be coming to tell you to get it ready. So that means that you're allowed to pluck a lulav off a tree or pluck a etrov off a tree on Shabbat because the pasuk of bayom. Bayom harishon, bayom bayom on the day, meaning even even to do the machshirin. Oh well, that's a cool pasuk, and it's such a strong pasuk. We want to know what the rabbanan do. What did the rabbanan do with the word bayom? Says the gemara, "Hobi bayale bayom velo bayale." They teach you, they use the bayom bayom to teach you that you can't shake the lulav at night, yom only, as opposed to night. The other rabbi was saying yom, meaning on that day, even Machshirav, he's saying Yom, as opposed to night, you can't do it, on the night, you have to wait till Allah Tashachar. Rebbe Yezir certainly agrees that you can't shake the love at night, so how does he know that from? If he's using the Basuk to tell you Machshirav, how does he know that you can't do it at night? Says the Gemara, Navklim v'samachtem v'fenashem v'lakev shabbat yamim. The Pasuk says you have to be happy in front of Hashem for seven days. Yamim velolelot. Seven days and not nights. It teaches you days, not nights. Rabbanan. Why don't the Rabbanan learn the not night law from there? Why don't they learn it from Bayom? It's Rich. They need it. They need this Pasuk too. They say, Sal Kadaita I would have thunk. Nelof Shivat Yamim Maybe you should learn Shivat Yamim from the, from the laws of Sukkah. If it was just Shivati, I would have learned it from Sukkah and said, Even just like Sukkah, you have to be in the Sukkah day and night. You would think the love also could be day and night. So therefore, comes to teach you, no, Dafka, during the day. Okay, so now that you have a Pasuk by Lulav, what do I need the pasuk for, for the Omer and the pasuk for the Shtei Alechem? I'll, I'll learn it from Lulav. If Lulav needs it, certainly, if Lulav could be Dukhe Shabbat, which is not Hashem's need, certainly Hashem's need, like a Korban, should be Dukhe Shabbat. What do I need a pasuk for Hashem's, for, for the Korbanot? If I do like that, you can knock it off also. You'd say, You can't compare Lulav. Lulav, since it needs four different Minim uh, needs hadas arava and etrog together with it. That's why it gets you ready. Meaning, the re- that's why you're allowed to do it, get it ready on Shabbat. And the korban, and if you some some hold according to Tosfos, some hold this means that you you could only do the korban with the other ones, and that's why it needs it. But when you have a, a korban which could be done without anything else. You don't need the mincha necessarily. You should do the Quran mincha, the, the, the lechem with it. But if you don't, it doesn't knock it off. Therefore, you can't compare the two things and learn one from the other. We need separate pesukim for lulav and omer and shteha lechem. What about sukkah? Sukkah v'chol machshinav duchin shabbat. We said, you're allowed, according to Belezer, you're allowed to put up a sukkah on, on, the, on Shabbat. 
There really isn't. How do you know this? Maybe you want to learn from the Kobanot, you can't learn from there. Why? You can't talk about it. For the same reason. Those are Hashem's needs, and the Sukkah is not Hashem's needs, as it were. Even love, you want to learn from the love, which is not Hashem's needs. No, you can't learn from that. She can't tell about because the love needs four species, and by Sukkah, there's no four species. We should learn Shavat connected to love. What's it? it says Shivat Yamim by Lulav, and it says Shivat Yamim. Just like by lulav, it pushes off Shabbat to get to get it ready. Af kan so too when it comes to sukkah, it pushes off Shabbat to get the sukkah ready. Now, what is this shivat yamim? Shivat yamim. It says that v'smachtem v'neshem shivat yamim, and about the lulav, and it also says that about about the. Uh, Sukkah, that you should and those two can connect each other, and that connection says you whatever whatever happens by by love should happen by sukkah, and therefore just like love you could get it ready on on Shabbat according to Bezos, so too here you could do as well. Why don't we just write a pasuk by sukkah and we learn lulav and the other ones from it? Sukkah is different because you could do it at night. Right? Sukkah is both night and day, and therefore I would have said, oh, the reason why Sukkah, you can push it off, because it's a night-day mitzvah. The other ones, which are not, not night-day mitzvah, not the korbanot, and not the lulav, cannot be learned from Sukkah. This, the Bible says that Rabbi Yezir holds that matzah, and everything with it pushes off Shabbat, where does he get it from? Again, we can't do that because because those two things are what Hashem needs. And you can't learn from what Hashem needs to you can't learn from what Hashem needs to a regular mitzvah. If you want to from love, which is not Hashem's needs, she can't No, that requires four species, so you can't compare it to that. It doesn't have, it's, it's a, these are standalone mitzvot. The matzah is a standalone mitzvot, it doesn't have four species, so you can't compare it. If you want to compare it to sukkah, sukkah can't be compared because by sukkah, it's day and night, but the matzah is only at night. We learn two two from Chag Sukkot. Exashavat says the fifteenth day and the fifteenth day because Sukkot is on the fifteenth day and Pesach is the fifteenth day. Just like when it comes to Sukkah, it pushes off Shabbat. So Exashavat to Sukkah tells you that you could do Matzah on Shabbat if you didn't prepare the Matzah from Shabbat according to the You are allowed to cut the wheat and uh, bake the Matzah on Shabbat. In order to fill the matzah, mitzvah of matzah from a tutu from sukkah. So then just write matzah. Leave out the other ones and learn from learn, learn it all from matzah. No, you can't do that either. Because you're not going to by saying, Matzah is unique that it doesn't make a difference what gender you are. You're chayav, men and ladies. But the other ones which ladies are patur from, you can't learn from. We said that a shofar pushes off Shabbat, even getting it ready. How does know this? If you want to learn from the Kobanot, again, you can't do it for the same reason. You can't talk about because those two things are Hashem's needs. You can't learn from Hashem's needs. You can't learn it because it's a, it's a plural mitzvah, has a bunch of mitzvot together with it, and this one doesn't.
Shofar doesn't. Im Sukkah, if you learn from Sukkah, you can learn from Neshkin, because that's a night day mitzvah, whereas Shofar is only a day mitzvah. Im Matzah, if you learn from Matzah, you can learn from Neshkin, because that is uh, a men and ladies gender blind mitzvah, and this is not a gender blind mitzvah, so you can't learn from there. So where to learn it from? We have no, no place to learn it from. Where to learn it from? What pasuk? And the pasuk says, Yom Tiru'ah Yelechem. It'll be a day of blowing for you. Bayom, I feel it's Shabbat. Bayom, on that day, even if it's Shabbat. Ulamai, what do you need it for? If we're trying to be matir, blowing on Shabbat, because you're not allowed to blow. We know that blowing a shofar and taking bread off the wall of an oven, we mentioned this before, is not considered a melacha. It's only a trick. And therefore, since it's only a skill or a trick, it's not called work. And if it's not called work, I don't need a pasuk to, t- to allow it. Rather, the pasuk is coming to tell you that you are allowed to get the shofar ready on Shabbat. How did Rebbe get out of the pasuk? pasuk that says, Yeah, um, I'm sorry. The pasuk that says, "Yom Tirayelachem." What did they do with it? Ha'umi ba'ile be'yom ba'ile. Yom means he can't blow at night. How does know he can't do it at night? He doesn't blow the shofar at night. How does he know he can't do it at night? Nafkleim and be'yom akrim. He learns it from the words be'yom akipurim. It says oh, by 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 shemita they have to blow shofar on kipur. We learn from each other because they're both in the seventh month, both both Kippur and Rosh Hashanah is Bechod Shevi. Therefore, just like that, pushes off Shabbat, you blow the Shafar even on Shabbat. So, too, here you can blow it on Shabbat also. Why do we need all the other Pesukim? Why can we learn all from Shafar? Why? Roshana is very special because it brings the remembering of the Jews in the, in the Akedah to their Father in Heaven. And therefore, since this sends the people out, therefore, It is, has a special thing. It's a special thing because it, since it frees the slaves by Yovel, you can't learn from there to anywhere else. Baruch Adonai Amen v'amen.